Welcome, my beloved friends, to A Hope Kingdom Ministry, giving you food for thought. Our intention here is to give you something more to think about. I'm your host and your shepherd, Zarina London. Today's message is how much how much and you may say how much what how much do you really trust your heavenly father how much do you really trust him especially during these times now where everybody's frightened I won't say everybody so many people are frightened and taking medicine or things that hasn't even been proven out of fear how much do you trust Yah your heavenly father that reminds me let me stop here in case there's new listeners on this station I like to call it I choose to use the names Yah and Yahuwah instead of God and the Lord these are his restored original Hebrew names and instead of Jesus Christ I use Yahusha Mashiach or Messiah so just so you know but if you're going along with your Bible your Bible will say the Lord and God and Jesus and I'm with the Sephar it will have the Hebrew names and Hebrew words okay and I always like to remind people when you say hallelujah what do you think you're saying You're saying, praise be unto you, Yah. When you look in your Bibles, every time you see praise the Lord, it was originally written, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Okay, back to the message. How much? It just asked you, how much do you really trust your Heavenly Father? Now, these are... These are rhetorical questions. You know, you 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 ask yourself this. I'll, let me put, not change that. This is self-evaluation. I want to ask you another question. How much of him? How much of your father, Yahuwah, or you may say the Lord? How much of him do you have? Now, he doesn't hold back anything. But it's up to us, up to us, how much we receive of him. Do you have his peace? Do you have his joy? Do you have his wisdom? Do you have his power? Now, all these things are in us, but are we walking in him, walking in them? How much of him do you have? Now, just be patient with me. I'm going to be asking you a series of questions for for you to think about. Another one is, how much of you did you give him? How much of you did you give him? All of you, some of you, or none of you? How much authority in your life 
have you given over to Satan, the enemy? And in Hebrew, Hashatan. How much authority have you given him in your life? And you may say, I haven't given him any. Well, if you haven't surrendered to the Almighty, to your Heavenly Father, to your Savior, and you're not walking in his will, <laughs> you've given authority to Satan. He has the right to do what he wants to do to you because you're not walking with the Father. Our Father, Yahuwah, the Lord, you call him, he's obligated to take care of what belongs to him, not what doesn't. Again, how much authority in your life have you given Satan? How much hunger do you hunger for righteousness? Or do you hunger for righteousness at all? Or some of you would have it say holiness. How much do you hunger for righteousness or holiness? How much of a sacrifice are you willing to make? How much are you willing to pay? You see, because when you do not submit to your heavenly father, you don't have Yahusha, or whom you call Jesus as a savior, you are going to pay the devil. The devil charges. Yes. But I have good news for you. Our father endures forever. Psalms 9, 7 says, Yahuwah, your Bible says the Lord, shall endure forever. And he has prepared his throne for judgment. Yes. And it says, it goes on to say, I believe, he will judge the world in righteousness, but he will minister judgment to the people in uprightness. Beloved, how much of the fruit of the Spirit do you walk in? You know, the love, joy, peace, faith, hope, kindness, gentleness, patience, all that good stuff. How much of that do you walk in? How much, shall I say, how much evidence of that is in your life? Of these fruits, one-third, one-fourth? Half, two-thirds, three-fourths, all or none. Is there any evidence of the fruits of the Spirit showing up in you and how you treat people, how you talk to people, how you live your life, what kind of example you're setting? Now, these are all questions I've asked myself, too. Now, you, you may think this is a strange message that asking me all these questions but these are things for you to ponder over in your mind which is your heart and answer truthfully to yourself so that you know whether you need help are you on the right track are you on the wrong track on the right track and if you're on the wrong track you're going the wrong way you can get back on the right track How much love do you really have for others? You know, the word love is used so, so casually. Love you. You know, as casual as, as, let's do lunch. Never meaning it. Just something to say. 
Oh, you know I love you, girl. You know we love you. No. I love that dress. Oh, I love vanilla ice cream. You know, I mean, it's used so, so commonly. How much do you really love others? I love people. Well, let somebody step on your foot accidentally and and on and you have a corn on that toe. Ooh, I know it, I know it would hurt. But ooh, your wrath. <laughs> How much love? <laughs> Talking to myself too on that one. And I want to ask you something else. How much of the set apart spirit, the ruach, which is in the English Bible, Holy Spirit, do you have? A portion or the portion? Because some people seem to think they have just a little bit, like maybe you got a tablespoon, I got a cup, she got a bowl, he got a bucket, and somebody else just got an eyedropper. <laughs> Drop. It doesn't work like that. Let's read Yahukanan, which is John chapter 3, 34. This is John the Baptist speaking, which really it would be Yahukanan, the immerser in the Hebrew. He's speaking to Yahusha, whom you call Jesus. He says, For he whom Yah, which your Bible says God, has sent speaking the words of Yah, God. For God giveth not the Spirit by measure unto him. Let me just read it how it is written in the Bible. For he whom God has sent speaks words of God. For God giveth not the Spirit by measure unto him. Yeah. So what they're saying is Yahuwah, whom you call God, didn't give a portion. He gave without measure means he gave the full measure, he gave it all. For Yah giveth not the Ruach, the Ruach, the set apart spirit, by measure unto him. The full measure. Let's continue in Yahukanan, John 14, 17. Even the spirit, the Ruach, or the set apart spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive, because he seeth him not, neither knoweth him, but ye know him, for he dwells with you and shall be in you. And if you notice, it didn't say, it is with you and it shall be, shall be in you, he. So in other words, you can't take a piece of that person, he. He's a person. Everything of the Father is living. Again, do you have you do you think you just have a portion instead of having the portion? He only gives one. The portion means that's the only measure. He doesn't give any other measure, just that, the portion. I'd like to go on and read um, Galatians 4, 6 through 7. I forget how to say Galatians in the Hebrew right now. Galatians chapter 4, verses 6 and 7. And because ye are sons, 
Yah, the Bible says, God has sent forth the spirit of his son into your hearts, crying, Abba, Father. Now, that's six. Now, the Father, Heavenly Father, sent forth the spirit of his son into our hearts, crying, Abba, Father, crying, my source, my father. So, he sent the spirit of his son, not a piece of it, not a portion, the spirit. And guess what, beloved? The spirit of his son was his spirit. He gave first gave his son his spirit, his Ruach. And then he gave his son's spirit to us. That's how the father and the son dwells in us. Hallelujah. Isn't that awesome? And he gave his son the full measure. So when he gave us his son's spirit, he gave us the full measure. We have the same stuff that our Savior had. How else, how else can we expect to do everything he did if we don't have exactly what he had? And he, go, he went, even went on to say, you will be able to do the things that I do if you believe on me in my name. The things that I do, so shall ye do, and even greater things than these shall ye do, because I go unto my Father. We could not do that if we didn't have the same spirit he has. Hallelujah. We have his spirit. Praise be unto you, Yah. Hallelujah. Praise you, Yah. Hmm. Now here's another serious question I want to ask you. How much of the set-apart spirit are the Holy Spirit? How much of you does he have? Hmm? How much of the Ruach, the set-apart spirit, how much of the Holy Spirit of the Almighty, how much of you does he have? See, I ask that because, see, some people, you can have the spirit in you, but the spirit doesn't have you. See what I mean? You have, I mean... He, he sent, if you believe on the Father and the Savior, you have his spirit. his spirit. He sent the spirit of his Son into you. But on the outside, he doesn't have you. You're not walking in the spirit. You're not walking in love. You're not walking like him. You're not living like him. So there's no evidence. So he doesn't have you on the outside. For instance, just imagine this. You have a bottle of water. And when you drink that water, and... It's inside of you. The water goes inside of you, but it's in there. You know it's in there, but we can't see it. I could watch you drink that water, but I can't see it, but I know it's there. But now, if you jumped in a swimming pool or if a bucket of water was poured over you, I could see the evidence. I could see that you're wet. And if you're in a swimming pool, that water is carrying you. The spirit will be carrying you. So like I said, there are many people that have his spirit in them, but the spirit doesn't have them. They do whatever they want to do, when they want to do it, and then they'll turn around and then ask the Father to bless me. No, not ask. Tell him to bless me. I had someone tell me, I was advising them not to do something, and they said, well, I want to do it. I told God that I, he's my father. I told my father, I'm going to do this because I want to do this. And I said, you don't tell him anything. You're not his father or his creator. He's yours. 
How are you going to tell him what you want to do? But so many, we do that so many times. So many times. You know, tell him what you want and what you're going to do. Now bless me. I know, I'm sure I've been guilty of it in my time. All right, continuing. Hmm. I'd like to read some, I just want to read some scriptures here. You know, showing different examples of giving of yourself, how much giving yourself to the Father and um, being set apart for his use. <clears throat> Excuse me. Let's read Matit Yahu, which is Matthew 19, 21 and 22. It's also in Luke 18, 22, 23. Okay, this is Yahusha. Bible says, Jesus said unto him, If thou wilt be perfect, go and sell that thou hast, and give to the poor, and thou shalt have treasure in heaven, and come and follow me. See, this is a story about the young rich man that wanted to follow the Savior. He wanted to, what, what, what must I do to follow you? I want to be in your kingdom. I want to I be one of your disciples. What should I do? So he told him, okay, um, if you want to be perfect, sell the things that you have and give to the poor. And you will have treasure in heaven. And then come and follow me. And verse 22. But when the young man heard that saying, he went away sorrowful, for he had great possessions. He wasn't willing to give it all. He wasn't willing to give his... You can look at it this way. He wasn't willing to give his life. When you give, when you give the Father your life, you give everything. Your finances, your relationships, your career. You know, there was a time I, I had given my heart and asked him into my heart, but I didn't realize I hadn't completely given him my life. Because I was controlling, still controlling my career. You know, I was a performer and still traveling in my career and dressing how I thought was appealing for being in the career. You know, he, I controlled how I dressed and, and, and my career. <laughs> See, I hadn't surrendered my life. But I have, was that 2006, I totally surrendered everything, my life, how I dress. Now, he, everything, how I dress, how I think. What I do, everything belongs to him. Now let's read about Zacchaeus, the tax collector. Turn to Lucas, which is Luke 19.8. And Zacharias stood and said unto Yahuwah, your Bible says the Lord, Behold, Yahuwah, the Bible says Lord, the half of my goods I give to the poor. And if I have taken anything from any man by false accusation, I restore him fourfold. Now, beloved, I'm pretty sure he had cheated people, that he had taken things from somebody falsely. So he had to repay. He was willing to do whatever it took to make it right. This was after the Savior went to his house and ministered to him. He says, I want to pay back you know, give back what, what I took. And he wanted to make it right. Now let's read about Sapphira and Ananias. Into Acts 5, 1, 4. Acts 5, 
1.4. But a certain man named Ananias, with Sapphira, his wife, sold a possession and kept back part of the price, his wife also being privy to it and brought a certain part and laid it at the apostles' feet. But Peter said, Ananias, why had Satan filled thine heart to lie to the Holy Ghost, to the root spirit, and keep back part of the price of the land? Whilst it remained, was it not thine own? And after it was sold, was it not in thine own power? Why hast thou conceived, conceived this thing in thine heart? Thou hast not lied unto men, but unto Yahuwah, unto, the Bible says, God. Mm. You see, they were willing to give, but they thought, well, we better, we, I want to keep some of this for myself, you know, just in case. So, I mean, it's like a lot of people do that, not fully trusting. Well, I know this is, I've heard this, I know God told me to do this, but you know, I, I, you know, I got to look out for myself. So I'm going to, I'm going to do that, but I'm going to hold on to this. You know, it's like Christians that lie saying they are sold out and filled, they fill with the Holy Spirit and they're not. You've got to surrender all, everything. You can't hold back anything. Like I was holding back my career. I had to let that go. I gave my career up. And yeah, was it hard to do it first? Yes. But you know what regret I had? I didn't do it sooner. Because after a certain length of time when, you know, building me up and um, giving me time to humble myself, because uh, if he humbled me, if he did it, it would be humiliating me. As I said in, in the other teaching, no one can humble you but yourself. If someone does it to you, that's humiliation. Humility has to be done by yourself, your own free will. Okay, let's go on and read Acts 3, 2, 6. Three, two through six. And a certain man, lame from his mother's womb, was carried, whom they laid daily at the gate of the temple, which is called Beautiful, to ask alms of them that entered into the temple. Who, seeing Peter and John, Yahukanan, about to go into the temple, asked alms. And Peter, fastening his eyes upon him with John, said, Look on us. And he gave heed unto them, expecting to receive something of them. Then Peter said, Silver and gold have I none, but such as I have, give I unto thee. Give I thee. Let me read this again. Silver and gold have I none, but such as I have, give I thee. In the name of of Yahusha HaMashiach, Bible says, Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. Did you notice? He said, what I have. He didn't come, they they didn't even pray, beloved. They didn't pray, oh Lord, we ask it, please heal this man. They didn't even pray. 
They just did. And they commanded. He says, what I have, I give unto you. It wasn't his power, but he had the power of the Almighty in him and the authority to use it. And he did. What I have, give I unto you. Peter and John gave what they had. They didn't have money, didn't have an education, didn't have excellency of speech, and didn't own a big fancy church. But they did have, what they did have was the power and authority to heal that man. Hallelujah. See, because they had already given everything to the master. In other words, they had surrendered all. They were dead to self. That's what it means to die to self, to surrender everything. So this brings me back to that question. How much of you did you give him? How much? Did you give him um, your Sundays and Friday, maybe a Tuesday and Friday? Did you give him your relationships, your, 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 your career, your children, your husband, your ideas? We have to die to self, beloved. And that means to surrender all. Now we no longer live by our own will. We no longer, that would mean we no longer have a separate will. You know, it's like a joint account. (laughs) His will is my will and my will is his will. That means we've freely chosen his will. Nobody can force you. He won't force you. Now his will is our will. And it's either his way or no way. Let me pray. Heavenly Father, thank you. Thank you so much for this message today. Thank you for giving us everything. You gave all. You gave your best. You gave all of your son. You gave all of your spirit. You gave all of your love. Even before the foundations of the earth, you gave us a way out. Because it says in Revelations 13, 8, how the blood of the Lamb was shed then, before the foundation of the earth, before we sinned. Grace was given before faith was ever required because we weren't even born then. Hallelujah. Oh, I love you. Praise you. Father, I pray that every listener will be touched. Not, no, excuse me, not touched, changed. A touch doesn't last. That there were a change, that this will linger and that they would look over my human frailties and hear your word. Use this, Father, for your namesake. I pray for your namesake. Help them, help us to be in a position to want to surrender all to you because there's nobody better than you. There's nobody greater than you. There's nobody more righteous than you. You are righteousness. You are perfection. You're not just perfect. You're perfection. Mm. 
You're not just loving, you are love. And you're not just powerful, you are power. You are all power. Hallelujah. And I pray that you can use me, my mouth, or my, my, this message to plant a seed into someone that they reach out and say, I want to surrender all. Show me how. Take me. Here I am. Take me. And I pray all this in the name of salvation. Your beloved son, my beloved savior, Yahusha Hamashiach, known to most as Jesus, the Messiah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Okay, beloved, I don't want this to be very long, but you know what I'd like to do? I'd like to, I'd like to play song for you and I'm going to play <laughs> this song I Surrender All It's a this was a, a live recording on a TV show here Good TV here in Taipei, Taiwan the um, Christian t- television station here and and then I want to play a recording that I did for for Omni CD of, of um, this song only I'm singing it in Chinese with a 100 piece Singaporean choir. The choir was in Singapore and I was here in um, Taiwan. Yeah. And I just want to tell you a little story though before I do. I remember being in uh, years ago, 2001, I was in Singapore and that time I was performing in a, in a bar called Harry's and I was talking to a young lady and I first time I'd I'd come to Singapore, and the first time I'd been to, um, before that, Taiwan, and I said how I wanted to record in Chinese. I was going to record in Chinese at that time. I said, I want to be the, the first black woman to record in, in Chinese, and she said, you, that'll never happen. That'll never happen. They'll never let you do that. It, it, you, you can't do that. You know, I mean, it was almost like she was angry, you know, and just um, really tell me, you can't do that. Well, if she's listening anywhere, I say, oops, <laughs> I have recorded so many songs in Chinese. I've not only recorded them, I have even written some in Chinese. Um, See, so don't let anybody tell you what you can't do. Nobody but the Heavenly Father. You know, and I do know that was Satan using her to discourage me because many people are blessed when I sing in Chinese. I even sing Amazing Grace in, in, in Chinese. So, you know, you can do whatever is in your heart and your mind when you do with the Father, with with Yahuwah, with the, as you said, the Lord, nothing is impossible. Okay, all right, but remember, this is a wonderful choir in Singapore, uh, 100-piece Singaporean Indian choir, I believe it is, and, uh, but first we're starting with the English version from Good TV. I surrender all. First, let me, um, I need to stop this. <laughs> all right. And now I'm going to, to go here. Enjoy. Yeah, Usha. Oh, yeah. 
Now here's the Chinese version. What a beautiful choir, Singapore. This choir is in Singapore from the Omni CD.
Bye-bye, beloved.